Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Give it to me! Hello, everyone. I'm Molly Wood. And I'm Tom Merritt. And welcome to It's a Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you, where we have an excuse to just talk about things that we couldn't help but notice in our traversings of commerce and the internet and Twitter and things of this nature. Yes, when venturing and sallying and all of those things that we do when we go forth. We sallied. Yeah. We went. We came. We shopped. We made a thing out of it. I actually leave the house... I don't know, a couple times a week. It really has become this ongoing joke that we never leave the house, and no, I think we're I sort of we're sort of overselling it. Just so you guys know. Yeah, I leave the house every day with the dogs for a walk. Yeah, at least we go on really long walks, and I listen to podcasts. And in those podcasts, I sometimes hear about things. Yeah, same here. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I, also, I have to buy my kid clothes, and then I find right? out about things. Yep, yep. And then and then you you send your your child into the world, who comes back with news of the world. Thank you. God for him, really. Thank God for him. Because I actually, if yeah. I'm being really honest, I mean, I practically never leave that. And I go like the same four places or I go totally out of town to a new state or country. It's yeah. always, there's no middle ground, really. That's the beauty <laughs> of the internet, though. We can still keep our fingers on the pulse of the world. That's right. And uh, this is a, a, a holiday episode for the United Statesans, for the Usans in the audience. Uh, congratulations on the independence of our country. Yay! <laughs> I hope you're in a good place with respect to the state of our nation Yay. at this time. And I hope you had a lovely barbecue Yay! as uh, we record this uh, or as you are hearing this, I am traversing the forests of Montana. Hopefully there's no snow. Yeah. Wish me luck. Snow stopped in Ju- July. <laughs> <laughs> it is not a guarantee. It is not a guarantee. Huh. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, um, text me when you're back. <laughs> Won't you? Definitely. Definitely will. Okay, yes. good. Yeah. But anyway, uh, we're coming to you from the future. So if a thing has swelled into like the world's biggest thing, that's what she said. We're sorry we missed it. It's because we're on vacation. I uh, hope we're putting a smile on your face. And uh, that leads me to my first thing, which is, is it just me? Are they laughing at me? Am I? Is it a selection bias? Or are service people being taught to smile more? Because I, you know, really, I used this is a to thing in your life. I mean, down in LA, maybe it's an LA thing, but I've started to notice like at Ralph's grocery store, particularly, I also noticed it at Disneyland people who are wow. like, you know, just doing the normal, like straight face, not frowny, not mean or upset, just straight face customer service. And then do to do to do look up, smile. Thank you. And I'm like, that's trained. They trained you to do that. That was not natural. Well, okay. I'm gonna I am gonna say that Disneyland. Disneyland they smile all the time, but I caught a woman not smiling, and then like she realized it and boom, that thing turned on. Yeah. I see. It turned on. She was like, uh oh, uh oh. Oh wait, I do click. I mean, I hope that's the case. I will say. 
We have a we have like sort of an ongoing joke about Oakland customer service. Like it's not a it's not a like friendly town. <laughs> <laughs> kind of anywhere you go. So I hope that smiling is happening. I'm always like, oh, that person was so nice. That made my whole day. Yeah, yeah. No, that yeah. that's the norm for me. That's what I'm used to. But and lately I think I, I this is maybe I'm questioning, I'm asking those of you in the industry, tell me if this is a thing. Uh, is, is it a thing to be like, oh, you know what? You can you can just kind of dissolve a lot of your customer service problems by just faking a smile. Because yeah. it really does work. Like if somebody smiles at you, you're much less likely to get, you know, a little bent out of shape out of this or that or whatever, right? Like, wait, that's not a big enough bag for me. Like it, it, it could be something where they're training people like just smile and... You, your customers will be nicer to you. And then people try it and they're like, oh, wow, it actually works. All right, cool. I'm going to keep doing that. I could see, and I, yes, I definitely want to know from our audience if you think it's a thing, but it makes a lot of sense to me given the sort of dire state of retail mm-hmm. that customer service and sort of that personable approach would be something that you would deliberately try to push. And that's an easy one, right? I'm in the stores and that's really easy. Yeah. Yeah. There's no like, you don't have to say a thing or remember a thing or learn how to respond. It's like, just smile. Just put the smile on. Yeah. Okay. I like it. And please tell us. And I Mm -hmm. really hope it's And that's funny because. Listen, I know there's like a half dozen or more of you out there like, no, it's not a thing, right? I've never seen it. Blah, 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 blah. We get that. I'm just wondering (laughs) if there's, if you're in the know, is there like, oh yeah, no, we try to do that now. Are you in retail and they're like, look, the the literal only thing that we have going for us at this point is friendly human interaction. West Bay Stars says a smile from service workers in Japan has always been the norm. One of the things I love about Japan. But one yeah. of my local 7-Elevens has a girl who always looks grumpy and it stands out a lot. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's great. Well, I mean, remember, great when the, that's funny. remember when the Olympics were in Russia? Mm. So apparently a big initiative in Moscow and all throughout Russia, when the Olympics were coming to town, was was teaching service people to smile because it is not <laughs> done. It's just not a thing there. Yeah. yeah. Like Russians don't BS you. Right. They're like, we're not going to smile at you if we're not friends. And so it's just a, it's a very frowny. <laughs> well, I, you it's know, a very frowny culture. And they had to go around saying, like, listen, a bunch of Americans and people from around the world are going to come and you're going to have to smile at them. And all these Russians Americans, were like, what? Yeah. Why? Yeah. <laughs> Why do I, I have to? I'm inventing a story here, but I could see that working and somebody who was part of that effort taking that lesson to their home corporation or consulting with another company and saying well you know what we did at the russian olympics blah 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 blah, and then that starts to be like a corporate training talent you know oh that'd be amazing yeah that would be amazing um that's super funny because my thing my first thing is also in a roundabout way is related because it is also about sort of the death, but possibly revival of retail. Mm. Um, I, this is half observation and half prediction. I think the gap is a thing again. And if they would embrace the reasons that they're a thing again, they could become an even bigger thing. Okay. Then that's interesting because I have noticed that the gap stores do seem to be thriving a little more in the malls and places that I've seen them. I'm like, Oh, usually these things are empty. There seems to be people going in there, but why is it? Well, I think it's two things. One, the death of retail is great for all of us. Like I've gone to the gap 10 times in the past, like six weeks because the prices are unbelievable. <laughs> like, oh, Cause they have to compete. All right. The whole yeah. thing is on sale. They're basically just like giving clothes away. I right. mean, they're like, take this. I don't know. We'll pile on one of those I things. Like banana it's, too. Interestingly enough. 
Yes, exactly. And so part of it could be a bad sign. So mm-hmm. like if I'm wrong, it's because the gap is going to be out of business Race in like to the three bottom weeks. kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. But if I'm right, the gap has an opportunity because they're selling like the logo wear is sort of back. And I know that I bring up the 90s revival every time. But it's the thing. That's why. And the gap could capitalize on that big time. Like if they went full 90s revival with the logo wear and started selling fedoras and like having little clinics on how to peg your jeans, like they could be huge. Just get Brie Larson to show up and do in stores. Dude, oh my God. It's huge. They should do that. Yeah. They should ha- I mean, dear the gap, you don't have to pay us for these ideas, but <laughs> you probably should. But, you know, if you feel like it, it'd be great. Yeah. And every time I'm in there and it's just like hopping, I'm like, well, it's probably because everything is on sale and it's so cheap. Right. But, like, my son wants to go there now. And he bought a big old oversized sweatshirt that says gap on it. And I was like, <gasps> oh, man. This is how they come back. The logo. Yeah. Bringing back the 90s revival logo where, I mean, Gap, how 90s is the Gap? The Gap is everything 90s. Like this, I they should just, and I hope that they are leaning in because I have noticed a little uh, a little more logo where they're talking about maybe spinning off Old Navy because mm. they think Old Navy is the really successful one. But mm. to me, that just gives them a chance to like double down on the yeah, 90s yeah. nostalgia of the Gap brand and just crush it. Such a good spot. Good spot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Loving it. I also, like I mean, I can't believe how cheap those clothes are right now. So great. <laughs> I'm going to have to go to the Gap. I never go oh in. God. I always go to Banana or Jakery. That's my, I'm stuck in a rut. So I should go to yeah. the Gap. Yeah. Well, there's one that I can walk to now since I never go well, anywhere. Maybe, maybe I could have, um, maybe could have, bring back my own 90s era disdain for the Gap. Hey, oh, that's a good feeling right there. Right. That's a good feeling. Do it. Uh, my other thing for this week is a meta trend. I am identifying that, yes, we have touched on this multiple times, mostly Molly, uh, but it is now, I think I think it is soaring. This, this, this trend airplane has reached cruising al- altitude, and that is country music. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's completely back, and it's amazing. Well... And it's back in a really cool way. And in fact, that's funny because I have had in the bullpen like a note to myself to sort of revisit the Yeehaw agenda. Uh-huh, like somebody uh-huh. somebody tweeted somebody's outfit at the Met Gala was totally cowboy, like black cowboy, and they were like, Yeehaw agenda all the way. And then do you know about Lil Michaela, which I just found out about? It's like a Instagram influencer account, but Lil Michaela is all digital. Mm. Like she's not real. Oh, okay. Yeah. And but but huh. it's super influency and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's 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 its own like fascinating thing. But it and brands are like, you know, they quote unquote dress digital little Michaela in their outfits. But so her post today was about the Yeehaw apocalypse is coming <laughs> and she's wearing a Dior saddlebag <laughs> and nice. these and a, and like a cowboy hat and it's all it's the the Somehow the crossover, somehow Nas, I think, kicked it all off. Well, yeah, because um, part of part of my the thing that kind of t- ticked this in, all over in my head was Lil Nas X, uh, Old Town Road, just reaching meta heights. But also yeah. now he's got the Cardi B collab out, which is also hitting strong. And then right after that, on my Apple's Today's Hits playlist, right? This is the one that has Justin Bieber and Taylor Swift and like whatever, Dua Lipa, whatever the the hot new hits on the top charts are, Marshmallow Mm -hmm. and Kane Brown doing a country song. 
oh my called God. One Thing Right. Yeah. And it was like, all, all of a sudden, in all this pop music, I get this country song, and I'm like, okay, this is like country, country. And I, I ask my Echo, what, what is this? And it's like, oh, this is Marshmallow with Kane Brown. I'm like, that's it. That's it. We've hit it. We've hit the crazy. We've hit altitude. it. Yeah. Wow. That is fascinating. So it's really like, it's not just country. It's like yeehaw agenda country. I mean, yeah. it's like, it's, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that is amazing. Amazing. Also, um, in my continuing comparison to the 70s culturally, but of the period we have now, uh, country got a big booth. Like Dean Martin went country. Sammy Davis went country in the early 70s. So I feel like there's some parallel out there for that, too. Maybe. Hmm. That's super interesting. Also, I realized I said Nas instead of Lil Nas X. So thank you for saving me because, like, totally. Oh, you didn't have to point it out. It's all good. Um, I, I would call like him to Lil, Lil Nas, I think, Lil, X the first Lil Nas time. X. So, you know, I'm not going to judge. Uh, my second thing is just like, it's almost like perfunctory. It's like a requirement. It's a box that has to be checked because I can't believe that despite consuming it constantly myself and talking about it with all my friends and like laughing whenever I see it in a latte, that I haven't mentioned how much turmeric is a thing. Oh, yeah. I take two turmeric pills every day. I know, like I was taking the pills for a while, and then yep. I was buying the little spice things, and then I bought this like $20 Republic of Tea stuff, and then they've got the golden tonic lattes now at Pete's. Like, it's just a, and I think actually, okay, if I'm fitting turmeric into the broader thing, it is mm. the realization that we are having as a society and like medical uh, understanding that inflammation is what is killing all of us. Inflammation is definitely a correlative signal to so many illnesses right like if you have inflammation it is not good and it goes along with cancer and so many other situations yeah. and if you can bring your inflammation down it mm-hmm. seems to be correlative that it helps either ease or get rid of those diseases too right and so turmeric is really being marketed heavily as mm-hmm. a powerful anti-inflammatory and also when you put honey and milk in it it's delicious yeah i mean Honestly, taking the pills is, if you do it with capsaicin, I think is what my doctor said, then that's really all you need to do. But it's so much more fun to take it with honey and milk, right? It is. Absolutely. It's delicious. I make the turmeric ginger tea and I put half and half and honey Mm -hmm. in there and it's Mm -hmm. like the best. And also, it's really embarrassing. But like prior to trying that, I didn't understand why like land of milk and honey was a thing that you would say. But once I put some honey in my milk, I was like, this is delicious. By the way, uh, Lakshada pointed out that capsaicin would probably cause more inflammation. I meant, I meant curcumin. Turmeric and curcumin is what I'm told. Oh, oh, oh yes, yes. Good yeah. save, good save. But black pepper, you are supposed to take with turmeric yeah. because it helps you absorb it. That's that's where I'm trying to go with all of this. Right. Okay, that's um, the thing. But yeah, but not not hot chili peppers. That's not, not what I meant. Chili peppers. No, not that. <laughs> good save. Good save. Uh, um, thank you for your well, understanding. And before we get to your feedback, I'd like to introduce a new segment on our show, which I think has been an ongoing segment, let's be honest, but let's formalize it mm-hmm. <laughs> and give ourselves credit with a segment I'm calling Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations to Tom for spotting a trend that almost immediately showed up as a news story like three days later so much so that i had one of those are you listening to us kind of moments uh-huh uh and it was used clothing Damn. and 
There was a story in Fast Company on June 26th, like less than a week after that show, I think, about how Madewell, Patagonia, and Eileen Fisher all want to either buy back your old clothes or they are buying them back and reselling them online. Get on that train too, Gap. Get some, buy some vintage Gap stuff and then resell it. My goodness. Ooh, totally. Oh my God, that would be super. <gasps> if they added in vintage? Yeah. Oh God, we should really work for them. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I want to, but I kind of want to. We should invoice them. <laughs> we should invoice them. <laughs> for That's ideas. a really good idea. Also, I was very excited to discover the Patagonia uh, used clothing site. Somebody just told me about it. Be- this, which is how you know it's a thing, by the way. Like a few weeks ago, someone said, "Oh, do you know about Wornware, which is like Patagonia's, you know, used clothing site?" And I was like, "What? No." And then you said it, and then sure enough, all these brands are either buying Patagonia back stuff to recycle, like last too, and it's expensive. So if you can get it at a discount, it's probably almost as good as new in most cases. Oh, totally. Yeah. And apparently, it's part. It's they they do the fix it because you know Patagonia you can just send them your stuff yeah, and they'll yeah, fix yeah. it and so it's fixed up yeah it's really interesting that's you know it's actually really funny because I just was at I think I might have mentioned this already but I was at this conference about the circular economy mm-hmm. called circularity it's like sustainability and the circular economy is is kind of roughly this idea that like a product has a life cycle and a company should be involved in every part of that life cycle oh, okay yeah I like so, that. Yeah, and, and and sometimes they call it cradle to cradle, and so it's sort of like if you make an iPhone, you know, how does your customer inter- how does your customer interact with the disposal, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and do you consider that part of your customer service? Right. Because it's sort of like yeah, I might love this, but but like my AirPods, I might be mad when I'm at the end of the life and I don't know what to do with them. Like, do I throw them in the trash? Like, ugh. right. Of course. No, you should have a recycling program like, like Apple does. And so many other companies do. So, yeah. yeah. And so this idea that these companies are, um, engaging with their cat, their own cast offs is kind of part of this circular economy idea that it's just like a responsibility and a sustainability thing. And mm, it makes it that's really cool. better for the customer who doesn't know what to do about it with their stuff and half price, Patagonia puffy coats. Woo woo. Boom. Uh, Boom. Rich, so Rich our producer is very excited about starter jackets potentially coming back someday. So oh. <laughs> keep an eye out for that. I'll pull mine out of so mothballs. Gonna be so good. Uh, you know what? You know, I have a starter jacket in my closet right now, but you'll oh. never guess what starter jacket I have. Won't I? Look, I heard you just like the 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 tapping of the pen in mm-hmm. such delightful anticipation. Uh, St. Louis Blues? Close, but no. Uh, it's got to be baseball then. It's baseball. You're right about yeah. that. Yeah. So is it St. Louis baseball? Yes, it is. But it's not Not it's not it's the current team? Oh it's my God, not the Cardinals. Team? No. Yeah, it's not them. It's the St. Louis it's Browns, the old baseball team. Oh, wow. As a starter jacket. <laughs> damn that is legit yeah it's deep it's deep it's a deep cut so i have to I'm wait for starter jackets happy. to come back and then ironic starter jackets to come back you just gotta start it you just gotta start yeah, it maybe no i'll just do it bring it back from that direction it. start rocking that jacket i'm All just right. happy that i got the town and the sport <laughs> yeah good that was good that was good that was really good uh, middle-aged Mike, a.k.a. Gadget Chaser, says, I'm in Virginia Beach, Virginia for the week for work, and I stopped at a Starbucks. On my way out, back to my car, I passed some guys sitting at the cafe tables. I heard one guy say, and I quote, he's a phenomenal pickleball player. 
He's an <gasps> economics professor, for God's sake. That's, <laughs> that's the thing that makes you a good pickleball player. Uh, By then, I had gotten out of earshot, but it made me think of you two. Love your show and a proud patron. Oh, my goodness. That's hilarious. Pickleball is the dang thing. Yeah. Pickleball. Sam uh, from Canada says, I'm just, I, I'm just prefacing with that. I might be able to shed some light on why hockey is so big in Tampa Bay and Florida in general. A lot of Canadian retirees go to Florida in the winter. We call them snowbirds. And they probably bring their love of hockey with them. Sam is not a snowbird, but that is amazing. That makes perfect sense to me. Yep. Yep. That makes perfect sense. That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, And then uh, more Bob Ross love. Uh, Jess says the Bob Ross thing has been gathering steam for years and libraries have been in on it for a while, hosting public painting events to help folks de-stress and nostalgia soak for an hour or so. There was a write-up in the American Libraries magazine last year that references programs that the Salt Lake City Public Library had been doing for more than a year at that point. So starting sometime in 2017, and she's got a link to the magazine article in there. Thank you, Jess. Oh, my God. Amazing. So, yeah, apparently Bob Ross, as mentioned in the previous show, always been a thing, ongoing thing. Uh, And then finally, uh, this is just wonderful because it's like a delightful blast from the past. RJ writes in and says, Veronica Belmont is a thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, You may remember Veronica Belmont from such podcasts as Buzz Out Loud and also the Daily Tech News Show. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. RJ writes, I was at a car dealership, Buick GMC, in case you're wondering, and they had a TV playing on a private stream like the type you might find at a bank. And the TV had ads for the dealership on the right side of the screen. The main portion was playing the Big Bang Theory. At first, the commercials in the main portion of the screen were information segments on GM vehicles. And then they started playing Tech Tips from Techzilla, hosted by Veronica Belmont. The copyright on the Revision 3 videos were 2013 and 2011. Yes, they are playing computer tips from eight years ago. Fortunately, all the people in the waiting room had their faces buried in their cell phones. Oh Fortunately, my gosh. They, these things never die. Like, I'm sure you and I are on some CNET video in some waiting room somewhere, probably I still. Bet we are, or like a Costco. Yeah. Oh, uh, Costco TV set. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that Veronica is still out there entertaining the troops. I know. Waiting love for the it. car to be repaired. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that is outstanding. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for listening to It's a Thing. And thank you for all your awesome feedback. Keep it coming. Feedback at itsathing.me. You can congratulate us if you really want to. Yes, please do. Uh, You can also email us your congratulations uh, to feedback at itsathing.me. And if you would like to become a supporter of the show directly, you can do that at patreon.com slash it's a thing. You'll get an ad-free RSS feed bonus content and uh, access to our discord where you can chat with us live during recordings. I know you want to, you could just do it for like a dollar an episode. It's all you, that's all it takes. And that's one of the reasons we're able to do this uh, pre-records for the holidays and stuff. So keep it coming. Keep it coming. Thanks everybody. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 